Welcome back to Beauty Business Mindset Podcast. This is Celeste. Today we're going to be talking about something that was inspired by Gary V. Um, V-E-E. You can look him up. He's freaking amazing. I love listening to Gary. Um, but this was actually inspired from him and my own personal journey. You know, the importance of enjoying the journey, enjoying, enjoying the process, you know, being in the dirt, not in the clouds. Enjoy the journey versus the accolades versus everybody clapping for you and cheering for you, the importance of doing things that are right for your business, not what's on trend and not what everybody else is doing. That because being able to stay focused on what's growing your business is the most important thing you can do for your success uh, rather than be focusing on what's trending, what's new, um, or what others' opinions of you are. So let's get started. If this is your first time listening to me, Sam Celeste, I was a licensed, you know, I'm still licensed. I'm a hairstylist and colorist. Um, I got COVID last year, and my hand, I lost a lot of function of my left hand, so I can no longer extend it. Um, I launched a mobile salon that came out of my daughter being in ICU, and I didn't no longer wanted to be in an actual space, renting space. I wanted something that's more mobile. Um, after my hand issue, I closed down. After a few months of barely having my mobile salon, I closed it down. Um, and in January, I no longer had a salon or a business. I let go of my business because for me, the customer is in the driver's seat. It's all about what the customer wants. It's not about me. And I knew I couldn't serve them to the highest quality or give them the service that we're accustomed to, especially with my hand issue. So if you look on and follow me on social, you're going to see, and this is for context to help you, okay? I just want to give you some backstory. You're going to see that I've been going through a lot of changes. Um, instead of staying stuck and dwelling on the things I can no longer do, I've been moving forward in what can I do. And one of the biggest pivots that I've done is that instead of just letting or, you know, selling my mobile salon, I renovated it, I innovated it, and I changed it, and it has become now a mobile event lounge. So people are using it for mini photo shoots to get a loop in there um, for, like, elopements. Um, they're using them for, you know, like special events, you know, for a lounge area to chill and hang out, uh, take pictures. And it has just been um, a really awesome journey that I get to share this special space with other people in my local area. It has also been awesome for my business in order to grow it and bring in revenue. Why am I sharing this? Because some people have been like, oh, you know, like they're kind of like skeptical of me, like what is Celeste doing? Why is she shifting so much? And what, you know, I thought you were going to be a beauty business educator, you know, and mentor, and now I see that you can no longer do hair and you just switch your business. It's because in business, you have to be able to move the needle forward. So, and one of those big parts, I'm going to part part number two to this, that we're going to talk about today is the empathy in business and also um, self-awareness in your business. So to continue going on this theme, you have to be able to innovate. My, I was adopted when I was little, and my adopted parent, um, He's no longer here with me. I love my grandpa. Shout out to my grandpa. He owned an oyster company, okay? And he didn't work on Sundays and Mondays. And I always thought it was so weird because everybody's parents were working all the time or Monday through Friday. My grandpa took off Sundays and Mondays. Those are the days that he took off, um, which really fits to our beauty, hairstylist, you know, service provider type of schedule, right? 
and seeing him in his own business, the struggles, especially with like lawyers, you know, because the environmental, you know, of the, the production of oysters and all this other stuff that happens behind the scenes, I was able to really see what it took to have a business. He had a very successful, profitable business, and he made us be in the dirt, be a part of the journey. When there was times, sometimes, you know, like with anything, um, there's algae, there was red algae, so the oysters that were in the ocean were no longer good, so you had to take them out. You lost all that product. So we had to go back into production. And what would happen during the summer, you know, like he would just, like, we really, like, worked maybe, like, two hours to be real, and, like, it was mostly playtime more than work time. But he would make us go out there and, you know, put put little holes in the dry oyster shells to get them prepared to, you know, be harvested. He helped, He also had us, you know, with like this, like, little tubes to separate the oyster shells and the clusters as they grow, uh, have us look through the tubes, make sure they were good. There was little things, you know, help out in the store with the customers. There were little things that he would just help us do. And I realized through him and, you know, like now as a grown-up and as a grown woman, I can look back and I was like, wow, I really had a beautiful, very privileged life. I really did. Um, I grew up with a nanny and I had other stuff. But he always taught me the value of work the value of innovating and rather than sitting on, oh, my gosh, like this, I have this problem. It's like how the heck can I solve it and use my resources around me to get ahead. And I am so grateful for that lesson because that is the reason why today in 2021, August 19th, as I'm recording this podcast live from my phone, on my way driving back from dropping off my kids from school, I can tell you that has been the biggest gift that I have in business, and not only in my own business, but also in my husband's business, which I helped, I grew last year um, since I was home. I was like, I might as well help somebody's business grow, <laughs> so I did it with my husband. And it has been such a valuable lesson because how many times do we get stuck and like, oh my gosh, so what's going on? Oh, we have to wear masks. Now, going back to the dirt part, um, you know, as we were talking about this, number two would really be about having empathy to with yourself. And what do I mean by that? <clears throat> I feel like right now, especially in this era, so last year in 2021, I don't know if you've seen the statistics, but there, the boom of new businesses has been tremendous. It's been huge. I have seen it in my own area, my own local uh, county and community and little small town. Um, it's a big thing right now that's booming, especially with TikTok, you know, like, um, I honestly, I, I was so late on the TikTok game, but now that I'm on it, it's been very interesting to see. And we need to have empathy with ourselves. So right now, I don't know if you guys can hear this. So I apologize for the bad <laughs> sound in the previous recording. I was in my car right now. My baby's crying. So if you hear a little bit of crying on the back, ground noise, my husband's saying care for us. She's fine. But this is the empathy part that I mean. I could wait and sometimes I delay posting podcasts because I want the perfect sound and I want it to be good, you know, quality and, you know, I have the baby and all this stuff. But sometimes I need to have empathy that the message that I need to get across that somebody needs to hear to move their business forward is much more important than my own personal, um, 
beliefs that it has to be perfect and my own beliefs that society or other podcasts or that I perceive that has to be what perfection is to have a good podcast means. And that's what we're talking about number two today. Being in the dirt is about embracing and having empathy with yourself that you're doing the best you can to move forward. Um, as I was talking in the beginning of this podcast, how many times have you wanted to do something? How many times have you wanted to add a service, change your business, change your pricing, or do something different than anybody else, but you stop yourself because you're like, well, nobody else is doing that in my area, so how's that going to come across? Or, well, what if they think that I'm not profitable, so that's why I'm changing my business? How many times do we stop ourselves based on what other people are going to think? think about it it's so much more important that we be about it and that's why today's podcast is not perfect in sound it's not there's some you know the first part was really low quality in the sound part but I wanted to be real with you guys and it's more important that I share the message and be in the dirt and be an example of the dirt and have empathy with myself that hey my baby was sick just with a little cold for the past week this is I need to get this out this message to help at least one person in my industry in business so let's get it done same for you love sometimes it's not going to be perfect sometimes you're going to have off weeks or the baby's sick or you know something happened at work or you're not getting the merchandise in on time you're going to have to reschedule things are going to happen but life is always happening for you. Maybe this is the time to really analyze, like, what am I really doing? What are you really doing in your business? Is something that's really going to affect you in the long run? Or are you learning a lesson from it, how to be better prepared for next time? Um, for me, if I have actually have batched my next um, five podcasts. So we no longer have to worry about me being on here. Like I know they're pre-scheduled. I love to do them in real time, but it's just going to be best so I can get the message out for you guys and to help you guys even more to grow your business, especially during this time of shifting and change because things are changing so rapidly right now in the business world. And I'm starting to see it more and more. So um, I just think it's more important that I show up here more often than, you know, to be worried about perfectionism. So again, have empathy with yourself in business. Things are going to happen. Do the best you can. Number three about being in the dirt. I did want to add this part as well. So I talked to you guys about, you know, the beautiful part that I had in my life in my childhood. I share stories because I like to give backstory. Maybe you're struggling or maybe you've never experienced it. And maybe just having a little background of somebody else's story can help you. Um, and this part, number three, is having empathy with other people as well um, in your business or other people that are trying to harm your business because all the wealth, all the abundance, all the greatness in your business come from within you. Nobody can be you. And we're going to talk about this a little bit further today. In my business, many times, you guys, so many times, um, as you guys know, I've been publishing all stuff. I've had people do where I've done collaborations, not give me credit. I had people that I have given free advice, never said thank you. I've had people, um, even for like apps, you guys, for like big apps, okay, uh, for business, for like beauty businesses that they took my information, my input, didn't want to pay me or like just ghosted me after once I wanted to start charging for all my information and input that was helping them. And I started helping them to grow their marketing. I know it has happened to me. I've never talked about it, but this is the part where I'm talking about empathy for others. Okay. Cause we never know what they've gone through. 
So I shared in the first part of my podcast how, you know, remember how I was adopted, you know, and I have my, we had a nanny and everything. We did have really nice, we did have a privileged life. I'm not going to lie. We did. We did a lot of amazing things. Um, he taught me and he also was so loving and kind. And I'm so grateful to have had such a wonderful man. And he was such like a father, a motherly figure for me. Um, to this day, I'm so grateful because I'm the woman I am because of him. But also, when I left to live, to go live with my mom, reality hit, you guys. I have cleaned toilets from um, trailers, you know, like the manufactured homes um, that you can put in trailer parks. I was 15 and a half when I left, and I went from having everything to having to work for things. And I remember there was a Ross, there was this pair of bands, and they were on sale, and they were $25, I think. And I wanted them so bad because bands were in at that time, but we didn't, I didn't have 22 bucks, and my mom didn't have 22 bucks either to buy them for me. And I remember the first time I realized what it was like to have that want for something, and you cannot have it. Like you really didn't have the resource to have that. And I never understood, I, I have forgotten that because I had experienced that before when I was younger living in Guatemala. That's for another podcast. And I'm sharing this because I've also have lived out of my car after high school. Um, I had a, I was living out of my friend's um, sofa. And I know these are things that you probably would never think about. And here, just here's a little bit of my story because I swear it's going to benefit you, okay? Later on, I have posted pictures. I had a Lexus. You know, I have two Lexuses. One of my Lexus already paid off. The other one, well, the pandemic hit because it was a lease because I didn't know if I was going to have another baby or not. And, of course, we had another baby. Um, so we have three kids. I decided that it was more important to have a vehicle that, number one, I could tow my mobile um, lounge in or my, you know, travel trailer. And also a SUV that was more... Um, family friendly it would still be six so it was gonna use the same amount of gas as my other sports car it was cheaper um it was super economical and I was like you know what I'm gonna go for the Highlander and I remember my husband was like no I want to keep the Lexus because it was a sports car and I love that car but I was like no it's just a car I can have another one later on right now I need an SUV that's what's right now really like for our family what we need and that's what we did because it was the smarter money and family and business decision why am I sharing this about having empathy with others I remember when I posted the picture of the Lexus you know because I was like even back at the dealership you know because I was like oh I want I want the SUV instead and there was some interesting comments because I get a lot of comments you guys from through my dms I guess don't get to see about that and that's why I mean have empathy for other people sometimes people think success has to look a certain way success means you have houses and cars and this and diamonds and whatever how people think success sometimes people think success is being on magazines or being on products or being on stage or has to look a certain way everybody has their own different meaning of success and nobody knows somebody's backstory like I'm sharing here today I don't know your backstory there may be somebody who doesn't understand your backstory and sometimes may say mean things you may get mean comments they may try to harm your business because that has happened to me you guys if you guys would be so surprised what people have done to me um but it's okay because it has taught me to have empathy towards them this is why there's something wrong with the, within themselves that's a reflection of them it has nothing to do with me uh, I always block people I unfollow people um, I'll delete people I won't respond 
I try to help people as much as I can, but it comes to a point too where I know my worth. I know my value and I can no longer just give, 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 give nonstop without like charging premium for all my knowledge and expertise that has taken me years and experience and sacrifice away from my family. Why am I saying this? Because you need to be okay. Not everybody's going to like you and not everybody's going to agree with your business decisions. And that's okay. Because nobody is you. Nobody understands your numbers. Nobody understands your business. Nobody understands how it's driven or how it works. Like right now with my business, like I really don't, like I'm being serious. I really don't care what anybody thinks. I really don't. Because I am running a business it's not for just fun or giggles or to look cool it's an actual business that I own that I run that I have to do it you know for profit or else it would be a charity project you know or a fun project and you know I just think it's so important that you remember to keep true to you and have empathy for others that doesn't mean we have to be like Sometimes having empathy for somebody is when they say a rude comment, deleting that. Sometimes having empathy for somebody else's feelings is not responding. Sometimes it's blocking them on social. Sometimes it's just ignoring them and keep going. And I say this because in this world, we're all so different. Right now, I think we're really going through a transition right now of... um, of a lot of hurt. I see like a lot of hurt, but also people are finding a lot of light, which is beautiful. And we, the beautiful thing about being in business is you get to determine what your business looks like to you. I get to determine what a beauty business is like. For me, beauty business is not only hair. It's not only makeup. A beauty business is a whole cohesive inner beauty type of thing. And it's very, and I showcase that in my business on social and everything that I do. People may agree with it or not, but it doesn't matter because it's my business and this is your business. So if you're in business for yourself, if your numbers are high and you're like, you know what, I'm doing it profitable, I can pay my bills, I have money for myself, I can save, I can invest, I'm living a beautiful, wonderful life and abundance and success, what that means to me. I am happy, I'm joyous, I can dance about it because I love it. Girl, keep doing that. Keep doing that, boo-boo. Keep doing that. You're doing amazing. But don't allow other people's expectations of what success or wealth looks like for them to be a reflection on you, okay? And I know it's very much more easier said than done. Right now, you know, through my whole transition, um, being candid, and hopefully this helps one of you guys, not being able to color hair has been very hard on me okay because I put a lot of my identity with being a colorist and a blonding specialist and being a hairstylist okay because I worked so hard for it color didn't come naturally to me I had to work to understand how color and hair texture works and I have had to really work hard on journaling and detaching myself and meditating that I am not my occupation I am not a hairstylist I am Celeste the woman, Celeste, the person, Celeste, the sister, Celeste, the beauty mentor, Celeste, your beauty bestie, the person here giving you all this knowledge and information to help you. 
that's who I am. I help others. I love to help people. But I also have, you know, my value and my worth. And I deserve to be paid for my knowledge and my expertise as well. And if people can't agree with that, that is okay. It's not a reflection of me. It's a reflection of them. And I give so much free knowledge. I feel good about it. The same thing goes for you, my love. If you have services and people are trying to get you to discount it, don't do it. Like I always tell people like right now, for example, I'm looking to buy um, a certain thing for my business. And so I have this one, I already got one quote, right? And somebody in the Bay Area, so there's another small business. Um, and then I'm getting a secondary quote from um, a business here in Sonoma County. And pretty much because uh, right now I am in a budget. So whoever is the least expensive is the one I'm going to go with. You know, um, they both do beautiful work and, you know, I trust both of them. So for me, it's going to be priced right now because right now it's one price. But that doesn't mean I'm going to be like, hey, I'm, I'm looking at another business. If you give it to me for, you know, let's say, for example, um, $200, then I'm going to go with you instead of the other person. Like, no, like that is a disservice. That is like I am I would be insulting that person. I would be insulting that business, you know. So for me, this is what I'm saying that. I don't do that. I'm just like, okay, I'm price shopping. Oh, okay, you know what? I think I'm going to go with the other vendor. Thank you so much. Or if it doesn't fit my your beauty budget or your budget, well, thank you so much for that information. I appreciate it. You know, it's, it's, being, you know, it's not something I can invest in right now. Maybe next time. Okay. With your clients, anytime they say no, and we're going to end after this, we're going to end it with this. Anytime your clients say no, don't take it personal. We all have budgets, my love. Every single one of us. Just think about it. Let's say we're gonna make you need a wedding, you need a cake for your birthday, okay? You need a birthday cake. Are you gonna pay a thousand dollars for your birthday cake? Are you gonna pay five hundred dollars for your birthday cake? Are you gonna pay two hundred dollars for your birthday cake? Are you gonna pay thirty dollars for your birthday cake? One of those figures was okay for you. You're like, okay, I wouldn't invest that. Everybody's answer is going to be different and that is okay because we all are within a budget. There is customers for our services. We are not a one size fits all in business. We are not a one size fits all in services. We are not a one size fits all in pricing loves. Okay. You and I can be doing the same um, balayage. But depending on what type of products you use and I use, it can be totally different pricing. And I can use a lightener that or bleach that we, they sell over at Cosmoprof versus the one that I custom order directly from a distributor. <coughs> Excuse me. The one from the distributor is twice the amount that they, I can buy at Cosmoprof. I know it. Even a developer is twice the amount. Uh, almost triple, honestly, the developer I use with it. Why am I telling you this? Because that's what I mean. Even though we do the same exact service and we can get the same exact results, the different type of pricing on the products that we use is going to be night and day. So my our pricing would not match, you know, um, just based just solely on products, you know, plus whatever we charge, you know. But I'm just saying this because, I see one of the biggest things, like, how do you handle when people want to, you know, want a discount? Um, number one, 
you could do a referral program, you know, for new clients. I used to do that. I had a referral program for new clients because I had a pre-treatment, you know, I had other things that went with my services and, you know, all that stuff is for another episode, but I had a whole system and a, like a funnel or like a little like, um, customer experience from beginning to end how it went and my pricing my discount actually benefited me in the end but that's for another episode that's something I did in my business and it really helped me a lot to sell retail um, later on so that's how I did that one but you could do that number one you could do a referral number two set your prices put them online I love putting pricing on online like right now with my mobile lounge um I'm about to put the pricing next week because I'm working with another vendor um you know to do some custom pricing on there just because I think it would be awesome to offer different things you know so I'm just working and trying to figure out uh, with two different vendors to see if we can work together on that um because I'm gonna have my own preferred vendor list so you know I'm gonna have my pricing because Clients love to know the pricing. I want to know. Like, if I'm going to go get my nails done, I want to know how much you're going to charge me, you know? Straight up the bat. And I love that because it just filters my clientele for me. Like, when I used to do hair, people saw, like, $350 plus. I knew if somebody, if they're, they're like, heck, no, $350 is too much. Like, I knew they were going to come to me. They're, it was already, like, they were turned off. I would only attract the right clientele to me. And that's why I love listing pricing. I know a lot of people don't, but I am going to, even for my new business, because it's very important. So you can do pricing to just make sure that you attract the right clientele. You don't have to do the hard conversation. And number three, objections are not really only monetarily objections can be that your client doesn't understand they still have a question about the service that they are not really clear about so they decided with a no i don't know we're gonna go into pricing this episode but we are (laughs) about being in the dirt okay so when a client objects to you okay Sometimes you can feel like in the dirt, like crap, they don't see my worth or they think my pro- they don't think my work is that good. We go into our head. So let's stop that. And it's just like they don't have a clear expectation of why the, what the pricing includes. So when you, if you do a service, for example, let's say um, like you do like a bridal hairstyle. Okay. So it's for a bride and she knows that you're going to wash her hair. You're going to do a conditioning treatment then you're gonna blow it out then you're gonna set her hair in curls then you're gonna do the updo and then you know let it cool down and set it look cute for the picture you know what I mean the old Hollywood curls all panel cute and then after you're gonna release it and do the updo if she knows that's a whole service and you charge I don't know like what like I'm gonna say like it's gonna be something like $400 I don't know I'm just being crazy okay I know people that charge way more. I know somebody who charges $550 for an updo. Believe it or not, I do. But anyways, so if you charge $400 for it, that client, one of your clients will understand. They're like, oh, that makes sense. So like, And then you explain that that's like five services that you did in one sitting. Oh my gosh, girl. Oh, well, that makes sense. She's charging so much because she's doing five services and for other clients they're like dang this is amazing I love that I want to be pampered like that it's my day I want to get extra pampered extra special Uh, maybe for somebody else like you know what I don't need all that I'll come with my hair clean how much would it be for that you know and you can you can have just an express service and have a different pricing for that 
So you see what I mean? It's all how you explain it. It's all how you answer their questions um, to their objections. They are just unclear about something. There's something that hasn't been answered and that's why they're saying no. And lastly, sometimes part of being in the dirt, it's just like we all have budgets or we don't just, we just don't click. Like we don't buy together and that is okay. Um, when I used to do virtual consultations, not everybody was a yes. And they don't, they didn't all become my clients. Um, you know how last year I told you guys about getting COVID when I got COVID, I had like a huge, um, <coughs> excuse me. I had like a huge, um, appointment list for brand new clients, you guys. Cause I mean, if you're not taking brand new clients in your business, yeah, but we're not going to go on that rant. We're not going to go on that rant. But anyway, so I had a whole list of brand new clients I was supposed to see and I got COVID and I had to email them and be honest with them. A lot of them after I got better and everything and I could see clients, they don't contact me back again or didn't respond to my emails and that's totally okay. I totally respect that, you guys. I respect everybody's freedom to choose. But I'm just letting you know that as part of being in the dirt, sometimes no. Sometimes you're no longer going to vibe or certain things are going to happen that's no longer going to happen or you're out of the price budget. And it's okay. Don't take it personal. We're in business, okay? If Starbucks took personal, then not everybody goes to Starbucks. And some of us like to go to a local coffee shop or do coffee at a home, which is me right now. Then, you know, they would be out of business. They don't care. They still do their special things. They do the branding. They're always doing their thing. They're, they're not worried about, oh my gosh, we're missing all this clientele or all of this audience. They are focused on serving who they'd have. They are focused on giving them their best. And that's how we should think about business is who is here already? How can we service them? And part of being in business and in life is being in the dirt. And I love being in the dirt. It's not a bad thing. It's just enjoying the journey. Um, today, you know, it's Sunday. So I recorded first part August 20, August 19th. Today's Sunday, August 22nd. Today's the full moon. So, you know, I do my little like ritual where I burn all my blocking and limiting beliefs. And one of my blocks and limiting beliefs that I'm going to share with you guys just today because I just feel like, you know, intuitively with my intuition that I should share this with you. One of my blocks is that I need to be successful in the way that other people think success looks like. As a young girl, I have gone through shit. I know. One day I'll write a book. I know. Sometimes I'm like, really, this is my life? I'm like, yeah, it is. But it's been beautiful too. So beautiful too. So many blessings. Um, that keep coming into with all of it. But one of my biggest block is, blocks that I've had is that I have to be successful how the world that everybody sees success or else I'm not worthy of it, okay? And I have worked through this for the past six months, you guys, and it has been like hard. It was hard, I'm not going to lie. It's been dark and it's something that I'll work on for the rest of my life knowing that I am worthy today. I can be starting a new business and I am worthy of my success. I am starting a new business and I am worthy of my clientele. I'm worthy of the income coming in. I'm worthy of the opportunities and everything. I am worthy. It doesn't have to look like everybody else. You know, if I start and I'm doing something new, it doesn't have to pick up right away. I have to be able to enjoy the process. I don't have to just only be a hairstylist. I don't only have to be just a beauty business. I get to be a mother. 
I get to be a human. I get to be Celeste. I get to have fun on my IGTV lives every Friday at 7 p.m. I get to have fun. I get to be me. In my way, in business, it has worked for me. So why am I going to change that? Why am I sharing this with you? Because you get to be you. And part of being you is we're going to make mistakes. People call that dirt. People call that bad. It's not. It's lessons. We're going to get the lessons of the abundance, you know, that we need at that time. That's what's going to happen. And that lesson is going to help you grow. I have grown from so many mistakes. I have grown from all of like the hard shit that happens. It just happens. But it has helped me grow if you allow it to. And we don't have to be successful like everybody else. For me, success looks is being healthy. That's my one of my top five pillars about success. For you, probably like, Celeste, you're crazy. Being healthy, that's nothing. For me, it's everything. It's everything. Being healthy, it's everything. And I'm just sharing this with you because you get to decide what success looks for you. You get to decide what abundance looks for you. You get to decide what wealth looks for you. And if some people think that's that's dirt, like the dirt work, like, oh my gosh, but like you're struggling or you're like, you're not successful or well, you haven't been published or like, well, nobody, you don't have no accolades or well, like, but you don't have like a business like everybody else. Who cares? If your business is being successful, the numbers don't lie. If you're able to provide for your family, have the abundance of success and wealth the way that you want it, my love, you are in it. You're doing amazing. Keep doing it. In life and in business, you guys, like I have had, I ran um, insurance agencies. I have been customer service rep. I have cleaned toilets. I, you know, the brand new manufacturer homes, like I told you guys, I have worked as a server, as a waitress, I have done babysitter, nanny. I've done so many things in my life. So many things. And it all has led me to today. And that wasn't dirt work. That wasn't crappy work. Those were jobs that have taught me lessons to be who I am today. Those were jobs that taught me about customer service, that taught me about business, that taught me so many lessons, every single little thing, even the mistakes I've made. Because we all make mistakes. Because guess what? We are all human. I'm human. I mess up. We all mess up. We all make mistakes. But we learn from them. We can grow from them. And that is today's episode. Don't look at dirt. Don't look at doing the work as a bad thing. Because it's a beautiful thing to learn to enjoy the journey. And it's a life lesson that we, um, you know, I'm planning to live for the rest of my life. To be able to determine what, you know, success and wealth and abundance looks like for me. And I'm no longer based on everybody else's expectations. I love being a service. I love helping. And I also have my boundaries. Have your boundaries. Be in the work. Enjoy your process. Do what makes you happy. Do what is successful for your business. Even if nobody else is doing it or nobody understands it. So much love. Until next week. Bye, love.